Episode 154 of the Motocross Supercross Podcast. We got this triple crown of Anaheim 2 right around the corner. I'm Adam here with Claudio. What's up, Claudio? Triple crown. And the triple crowns are always crazy. It's super intense. We have the LCQs going early. Make sure you get your fantasy picks in by then. Actually, I have the schedule up right here. So the LCQs, the 250 LCQ, will start at 415 local time. Uh, California time, and then the 450 LCQ will start at 425. So I believe you got to have your fantasy picks in by then for all of you playing. Make sure you get in on that. I know I will yeah, be, be before the LCQ starts. That's right. So four o'clock to be safe yeah. at the latest. Three thirty if you really want to be safe. And what's crazy is practice goes all the way up into the LCQs. Like that last practice, well, it's the KTM Junior practice that ends at four, <laughs> but the 450 Group C. That goes all the way up until 3.45. So if you're in that practice, going to the LCQ, that's some back-to-back stuff right there. Yeah, like you mentioned, we go from practice straight to to race just right away. I remember last year, it was like that. Uh, they didn't really have enough time to take a rest or whatever. You know, they only get like a good, you know, 20 minutes or whatnot. And then you, you go straight to the LCQ. So I guess you really have to plan it out. Like, if you're planning on being on the LCQ, you know, I guess you... You're trying to go hard on the first practice and then just kind of ease it down on the second one to rest for the LCQ, or you really have to strategize what you want to do with your night. Yep, and hopefully you don't have any mechanical issues because I bet none of those 450C riders will have two bikes. I mean, you never know, but that is something we're allowed to have this year, two bikes. I saw Chad Reed's got his second bike, little 50. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny, right? Another thing with this two bike situation i i don't know if you remember i was trying to figure out if the riders you know if you'd be able to switch bikes in the middle of the race i don't um i don't know if you remember me asking you that yeah like if they you know get a flat tire they can just jump on a new bike or something exactly well exactly exactly uh you know but i guess they clarified and yes you may use up to two motorcycles throughout the event but you can only use one bike per race so you can switch between races, but not during the All right. race. I so mean, if your stuff little... breaks down, you, you're you pretty much screwed. You get a DNF yeah. for that main. Yeah, that's too bad. I was saying that if you had a start bike and then a finish bike, <laughs> one you just get yeah. on a ride for the first couple of laps, the other one you get on later. But yeah. Exactly. No one would do that. You'd lose too much time. But it'd be cool if everyone had to do it or something. It's like a joker lane. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, even like like you were saying, maybe like a flat tire or, or anything like that, you could just kind of grab the other bike and go. Yeah, so too bad we're not going to be able to see that. But I still think we're in for a good night of racing, a really good oh, night. definitely. I am very excited about this Triple Crown. It's been raining all week. So, uh, I have a I'm weather wonder- update. I'm wondering, yeah, I wonder what it's going to look like and, uh, what you got. In our last episode, we talked about how the weather actually was not calling for rain and nothing has changed. It looks like a dry evening, high of 77, low of 51. So, kind of a big temperature, uh, swing there, but yep. 0% chance of precipitation. Just, kinda uh, like sunshine mixed with some clouds and light winds. 
So yeah, the Dirtworks guy have been working their butt off this week, just trying to keep the track dried and and build it. But you know, they've been they've been battling with a lot of water, but they're getting it done. That's for sure. Yeah, this track looks sick, by the way, really sick. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about it in our last episode where we previewed Anaheim two. But it's got this interesting section. There's like a rhythm section with a big old kink in it. The double, the takeoff for the double is like going straight. And then the landing for it is like at like a 45 degree angle. So I'm interested to really see how that works out. It just looks sketchy. If you go too fast, you're going to land in the stands. <laughs> I don't get, yeah, I don't get the point of it. They should have put just the jump on the outside or something. You know, you just have to, and then on the inside. I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be cool. Oh, it will definitely be cool. But it's not. It'll be interesting. Not my not my favorite thing. This is also the first track we're gonna see a different element at to and it's gonna be a sand turn. I guess it's gonna be uh, cool to see the guys going through that and just kind of wide open and not go anywhere. Yeah, they have to start straight away, and then like the laps after that, they'll overshoot that start turn and then go into that sand section. So exactly. yeah, that'll be cool. There's, I mean, there's no jumps or anything in it, but it'll still be cool. They gotta rip the sand. Very technical track. It's, it looks like it has two back-to-back rhythm sections. That could be an, a very good advantage for a couple of the riders that uh, can get a decent start. And they're, you know, like Justin Hill and Joey Savacci. Let's let's talk about team tactics. You know, who who you got? Who are you gonna pick for the 250 class, the 450 class? We saw a bunch of the the guys posting. You know, with the two bikes, like. You know, first time doing it, so they gotta let everybody know and show the <laughs> two exact buys that they're able to ride throughout the night. You mentioned Chat Reed with the with the Mini Me bike, and uh, yeah, we saw guys like Cincerulo, Hampshire, uh, FC Honda actually posted both of the two fifty class riders. Do you think anyone will even use the second bike? Definitely, they'll go switch. They'll switch in between. Oh, you think the you think everyone is going to use the second bike? Yeah, whenever I read about how whenever they change bikes, you know, they they obviously have to go through tech inspections, but this time they just have to check two bikes. One of the things that they have to clarify in the the rules for Triple Crown was that they must let you know, like an official, the official know that uh, they're switching bikes. So it's kind of like that's a little funny for me to. Because you're going to have a lot of people coming to you to tell you they're switching bikes. See, I'm on the opposite end. I don't think anyone will use the second bike unless, you know, they have to. Unless, like, one actually breaks down. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll definitely find out. So, looking at the results from last year, Cole Seeley won the first moto. This is all for the 450s. Cole Seeley won the first moto. Uh, Eli Tomac won the second moto. And then Anderson won the third moto. You know, we see a bunch of riders just show up for this third round. You know, triple crown, you know, it is crazy. Stuff gets crazy. So, we'll have to... I have a crazy prediction, though, for this. Do you want to hear how crazy my prediction is? I mean, if you want to jump into picks already, let, yeah, sure, I'm ready. Let's jump right in. All right, so here's my crazy prediction of the night. I'm saying there will be a different winner for every single race, 250s and 450s. No one will, will repeat yeah, win. Is that crazy? That's very possible. Not really. Yeah, it, uh, now that I think about it, it's probably not even that crazy just with how stacked everything is. But It literally happened last year. No one really won two mains. They say right here, should we expect a bunch of different winners? Likely. Likely. We certainly did in 2018. 450 saw five different winners in nine main events. While the 250 East Region 
two events had four different winners in six races. The 250 West region, one event had two different winners in three races. So everybody won. Last year in the 250s, Savachi won the first moto and the third moto. Uh, but I guess everyone else was different, yeah. And Shane McElrath won that second one. So I definitely think Shane McElrath gets a win this week for the 250s. I think Adam Cincerulo yeah, but gets I mean, a win. And then when I, you say to win, you mean a main, a main win or an overall? A, a main win, a main win. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'll tell you who I, I agree think is going to get the overall. I was just telling you who I think is going to get wins. So, yeah, for the 250s, I think McElrath will win one, Cincerulo will win one, and then for that third winner, I don't know if I want to pick RJ to get a win and get up there or if I'm going to not underestimate Colt Nichols again. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to tell you because every time I say something, you just take it and say it yourself. So I'm going to keep it to myself. All right. So you ready for my 250 picks? Yeah, uh, are we doing overall? Or are you just you're not gonna tell me another main winner? Yeah, I'll do the overalls, and I'll tell you who I think will win the other main. So, okay, with my third place and winning the main, one of them, <laughs> Colt Nichols. I think Colt Nichols <laughs> is it. And then yeah. let's go, Adam Cincerulo to have some kind of. Can he go all three motos without making a mistake? I don't know yet. So I'm gonna put him a second, and then I'll put McElrath. Real consistent third place guy right now to you know win a moto and be consistent and get first place overall. Wow. Okay. Definitely. That's so it. not too crazy. Not too crazy. So McElrath wins overall. Cincerulo second and Nichols third. Yep. You want to tell me who you're picking? Yeah, I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to strategize over here. Uh, what uh, what I think is going to happen. Um, I definitely believe Shane McElrath is going to do good. He's a great rider. We can't count out Adam Cincerulo. He comes from winning Glendale. He definitely dominated over there every single lap from start to finish. Yep. Uh, dry track, very jumpy track, technical track. And I feel like Adam Cincerulo is, is in a year that he has to show everyone that he's a champion. And uh, someone that you didn't mention, uh, Dylan Fernandez, Col- Colt Nichols' uh, teammate. That's right. That's right. Yeah, his teammate. You did not um, count him in. You know, he he comes from a couple of good results his last couple of weeks. And uh, someone that he de- we definitely have, we can't count out. Yeah, and someone else to keep an eye on is even like Jimmy Dakotis, who we saw run really good last week. And maybe he can just get a good start and hold everyone off. Who knows? So the 250s are running, yeah. what, 10 minutes? 10 minutes plus one lap. Yep. And the 450s will do 12 minutes. So 10 minutes, you know. Can someone get out front? Uh, I don't see him just yet. I don't. I don't think he'll definitely be up there, though. He he showed that last week. He has really good starts, and and he can hold on for for a little bit up front. So maybe this short main events can benefit him, and and maybe he can get a win out of it. But uh, I'm gonna give you my top three. I'm actually gonna go. I thought about Shane. I think Shane Macker's gonna get second. Okay. Uh, okay. Like I said, I think Adam Cincerulo, especially coming from last week, he had a great first week as well. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for the little bump uh, at the beginning of the race, maybe you know we would have seen a different thing because he was he was flying. Yeah. But uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna win this one. Adam Cincerulo will will take the win on this one. Okay. Shane McElrath is gonna be second place, and then for third place, I am going to pick. 
I'm actually going to go with Ferrandez for third place. All I am right. going to underestimate Nichols again. Oh, okay. All right. We'll see how that works. It's worked out good for you so far. And me, I guess. Right. But <laughs> All right. Cool. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's, Let's go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it definitely worked out for him. He's it coming did. into this third round still with a red plate. So Yeah. Can he keep it up? That's the question. I mean, he's starting. He's five points ahead of AC, so... Now's the moment to not start falling too far behind, or <laughs> now's the moment to really pull ahead. Yep. So that's cool. Let's go ahead and move up to the 450s. 450s. We got Barsha, Rocks, and Tomac in Anaheim 1. We got Baggett, Anderson, Roxon in Glendale. How's it going to end up in Anaheim 2? Stacked class. Everyone's going to be there except Malcolm. Joey Savacci, sitting in 20th in the points, has had a terrible start to his rookie season. Yeah. But he will be back this week, so can he make a really good impression like we saw at the Monster Energy Cup? I sure hope so. This is his type of race. Like you just mentioned, Monster Energy Cup, I feel like it suits his riding style and then what they can do with him and Eli. I think Monster Energy Kawasaki has a... A huge advantage over everyone. Not a huge advantage, but a, they have a big advantage over over the rest of the of the pack with this type of race. Eli's the defending champ. Another thing I wanted to mention, now that we're talking about this, could can Eli Tomac ride with a number one since he's the champ? You know, for the triple crown, triple crown that's, champ. <laughs> that would be a cool thing. Oh, that's a that's a legitimate question, right? Uh, I don't know if Anderson would be cool with that. He is the Triple Crown champ. It's kind of like when you ride Monster Energy Cup. If you're the Monster Energy Cup uh, champ from last year, you wear the number one, like Muskin did, you know, or even... uh, Yeah, they did make a pretty big deal about how Eli was the Triple Crown champ. (laughs) It had its own, like, press release and stuff. Like, what? Yeah, he had a... They gave him a big trophy and everything. So (laughs) if it's something, something, you know, not, not different from the Monster Energy Supercross, but... It's yeah. a different thing. I think he should be he should be racing with a number one, and then Anderson has to race with number twenty one just for this weekend. <laughs> that would be crazy, but I wouldn't plan on it. I'm just saying. What else I was gonna say is is Chad Reed. Can Chad Reed maybe get a good start and finish on the podium or something? Dude, you know. I mean, if you want to do this, we can do this with everyone pretty much I in know. this class. I was going to say Seeley next, and then Webb, obviously. Anderson, and Braden. Baggett, uh, Justin Hill. Baggett, Barsha, <laughs> Red, Red Plate Roxon, Cooper Webb with Red. a new team. Yep, that's right. Uh, Muskin, you know. Tyler Bowers is coming back this weekend. Dean Wilson, who's been having a great year thus far. You know, Eli Tomac, we were just talking about. So uh, that's what I'm saying is, so many great riders that we can just sit over here and name. Well, I'm going to tell you, I don't think Eli Tomac will get a win this week. Throwing it no? out there. Nope. No mains for him? No not first place yet? No Mac. Eli okay. No Mac in Anaheim. But I do think that Justin Barsha gets back on top. I do okay. think that Ken Roxon is going to be pretty angry from what happened last week with Anderson. When he and the, just the whole red flag really messed up his whole mojo and what he had going on there. And I do think we'll have three different winners. And I'm going to put Dean Wilson up there to get a win because I think more that I'm pulling for him, but I actually think he could do it. So 
my top five for this 450s is going to be oh yeah yeah exactly we're doing five um i'm gonna still stick with someone who hasn't done that great so far and that's justin hill i'm gonna put him at five and then i'm going to put tomac at four i'm going to put baggett at three justin barsha at two and then ken roxon for the overall nice nice yep and if that happens, it's going to be a good night. If it doesn't happen, it's still probably going to be a good night. Okay, so Roxon, Barsha, Baggett. Yep. Tomac. Wilson. And Wilson. No Muskin yet, huh? Yep, no Muskin yet. We They're... haven't really seen much of him this year so far. Yeah. I feel like, is that knee really bothering him this much? That you know, Or is this class really this stacked? Because... He's sitting in six in the points right now with 33 points, 11 behind first place Ken Roxon, red plate Roxon. Uh, and he's one place in front of last year's champion Jason Anderson. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's the other thing I was going to say. Is this class really this stacked? That, yeah, a little crazy. It is that stacked, and it is going to be awesome. And I hope no nobody else gets hurt because it's <laughs> too good right now. Yeah, it's definitely great. Um, I'm going to give you my overall, my top five. I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give Braden a number, a top five. I'm going to give my fifth spot. It's going to be for Braden. All right. Um, yeah. And someone's got to support that team. Yeah. In fourth place. Um, I think Dino is going to finish fourth place. Sweet. Both of us got Dino in the top five. Yeah. I actually have Roxon as my win too. I feel like he's going to do good, uh, this weekend. Um, and then I'm going to have... Barsha in second, Eli in third. Love it. That's what's up. So we both got Barsha and Roxon up there. A couple other little differences. But let us know who you guys think is going to be getting some wins for this first triple crown of the season. Anaheim 2. Anaheim 2 with a dry Anaheim this time. Yes. And is there anything else you want to add to this episode? I do want to say thank everyone for listening and the downloads we've been getting. It's been awesome. Uh, Also, make sure to stay tuned. We have a couple things coming your way. And uh, that's it. Check us out at MXSX Podcast. See you.